Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is, of course, Honey Love uh, by the Sugar Baby Loves. And I'm very pleased to say we've managed to get hold of John uh, on the other end of this phone. Good morning, John. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you so much. Lovely, lovely. First of all, let me just say how much I love that song. It is the sound of summer at the moment. It's just a shame we've not got the summery weather to go along with the uh, with the summery <laughs> vibe on, on that uh, song. So, uh, Now then, listeners will probably uh, know you from being the drummer in the Rubettes, and we've mentioned that already. Uh, I mean, you set the band up in the early 70s. Was it as glamorous being in a successful hit band as we all imagine it to be? I think it's it's a dream that I've everyone to have come true. Uh, but after about a year, <laughs> it gets a little uh, difficult. You know, um, you're getting recognised everywhere. You dreamed of getting recognised everywhere. Now you are, and it's driving you nuts. So I suppose privacy was a little bit on the short side then on in the 1970s. So, I mean, has that, yeah. has that changed? Uh, you know, do you still sort of really get recognised and, you know, sort of people coming up and asking for autographs? Because from what I can see from the picture, you've not changed an awful lot from the 1970s. Well, some or other, I still look reasonably young, but... Um, uh, we don't get so uh, recognised anymore, of course, but occasionally it happens and it shocks you then because you, you, you're not expecting it, you know. And people say, I know who you are. <laughs> but one time a policeman came up to me and he said, do I know you? And I thought, God, what have I done? <laughs> and uh, he said, have you been on telly? And I said, yeah, quite a bit. And he went, I know who you are. I said, go on then. And he went, Dave Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I the... said, yeah, you, I didn't want to upset him, so I said, yeah, you got it right in one. <laughs> now, d- did you sign the autograph as Dave Edmonds? No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> that was expedient. Now, I mean, people who sort of think back to the 1970s and seeing you on top of the pops and everything, uh, they'll remember the fashion, uh, the, the Rubette style with a beret and everything. And I must admit, I mean, 1973, when Sugar Baby Love came out, I was 10 years old. A little sort of further down the line, a few years... I was wearing the sort of red shirt, the red trousers, the white jacket, and even got a beret as well. So, you know, it's wow. iconic, that look uh, for the Rubettes. Um, I mean, what, what did the band think of the, the style, um, you know, of the band? Well, what happened was, um, uh, as you know, I, I, I played on the, uh, on the original record. We did it for uh, Polydor. They were trying to sign Shawadiwadi. And uh, what happened was that Shawadi Wadi, we just was, were session musicians. And I played and sang on it and did the speaking part, of course, as well. And uh, Polydor couldn't sign uh, Shawadi Wadi. They had their own ideas. So there were these tracks. Uh, Sugar Baby Love was one of them. We'd done for them. And um, so what happened was uh, they put it out, the record out, and being a session musician, we were used to playing on something and then seeing someone else fronting it, you know, like a young teeny bop group or something, They've, you know, pretty guys and all that stuff. And so I thought the same was going to happen with uh, with this. And, and one day 
uh, I, I, I started to hear it on the radio. I thought, God, it's getting a lot of plays. And, I, and someone said, it's just outside the chart at 51. And uh, there was a, a rule at that time uh, in on top of the pops that you had to be inside the 50 for you to get asked to appear. Yeah. So we... Well, I didn't even know who the group was, you know. And then I got a call from uh, Polydor saying, look, uh, can you uh, get down to the top of the pops tomorrow? I said, what for? And they said, well, uh, we've got a, a place. I said, who's got a place? He said, oh, the group, the Rubettes. And I said, well, on top of the pops. So he said, yes. I said, well, who are they? And he said, it's you. Get a group together. <laughs> Oh, it's nice to be kept informed, uh, isn't it? So, I mean, talking <laughs> so of... To- what happened was that we flew, we flew up uh, Oxford Street to, to speak to um, our, our people in Stratford Place, in Polydor, and, you know, to tell us, you know, where we've got to go and what we've got to do, etc. And as we turned the corner uh, to go, you know, towards uh, White City, where uh, the, the Top of the Pop studio was... Um, we went past Take Six. It's no longer there, but there's a shop on Oxford Street called Take Six. And at that time, there was a craze of, 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 of those white suits and caps from the Gatsby, the great Gatsby uh, film. It was very popular at that time. Yeah. And, and that's where the idea of the, uh, of the white suits came. So we ran in quick and we bought six suits and caps and those broke shoes, you know, the black and yeah. white broke shoes, and, and that was the <laughs> that was how it came together. See, fashion decisions back in the day—they were just sort of there, there in a flash. Marvelous stuff. So, um, what are you, what are your favourite memories of being on top of the pops? I think it's just the thrill of that the, that morning when your uh, um, when you, the manager or the, the record that that because we didn't have a manager such but the record label called out Andy Stevens uh, called out who has actually become quite a famous manager he managed uh, George Michael and Susan Boyle and stuff like that but that time he was just the the gopher there really yeah. and I think the thrill was waking up uh, to his phone call saying you're at number one but that's just like such an astonishing experience and I wish it on everyone uh, but the problem with being at number one is then <laughs> you have to do it again, and then you have to do it again, and then oh, we better have a, an album now. We've got to have an album, otherwise people won't take it seriously. It's got to be it can't just be a single group. So it, it starts the whole process of anxiety. And the rest, as they say, is history. So now, and, and you mentioned being a session um, drummer and, and the Rubettes being session musicians as well. Uh, you, you played drums on was it Kung Fu Fighting, the Cole Douglas hit back in the seventies? Yeah, yeah, I did his one. Yeah, ah, and that was another really interesting story. Is it okay to tell you about that? Absolutely, yeah. Well, at that time, st- session um, musicians, uh, there was a strict rule that to protect them from being abused by the. Uh, um, and, and taken advantage of by the producers of the records and the writers, that you should only play in a three-hour session three songs, and you shouldn't be expected to do any more than that. So I, we, we were playing for Carl, and we'd done three songs, and there was five minutes left. And then Bidu, the producer, 
the Indian uh, chap, he came up to us and said, with those big, bleeding, beautiful Indian eyes of his, and said, could you, could you please just do one more, lads? I would consider it such a great favour. He just didn't want to pay us, you know. <laughs> so he said, oh, OK, all right then. So he put the music down in front of us. Carl's came and stood by us in the studio, and he went, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we started laughing. <laughs> what is this? And then the, the Jerry uh, Sherry, the, uh, the, the, the MD, said, right, one, two, three, everybody was, and we, and we were straight in. We played it off in one go. And another and number. We, Sorry, carry on. We thought, was, we thought it was a bit of a laugh, really, you know. And uh, the subject nature and everything and who and huts and all that stuff. So um, we were very shocked when uh, that came out. And while we were touring uh, the, the different television stations uh, and, and shows of Europe, on our second uh, hit record, which was um, Tonight, or maybe it might have been, sh- uh, I, no, uh, Jukebox Jive. Anyway, in France, there he was following us around with this, Come for fighting. Wow. And that sold 8 million. Yeah. So he did pretty good. Another number one. one. Sorry? Another number one was born as well. Yeah, 8 million it sold everywhere. And uh, I did uh, also uh, Stephanie DeSykes, that was the number one as well, born with a smile on on my face. And also Barry got very close, Barry Blue, I did all his stuff. Um, he got with Dancing on the Saturday Night. They got yeah. to number two, and I did uh, Lindsay DePaul stuff as well. So uh, not all of it, but some of it. Um, yeah, so I, I was quite successful at that time. So I wasn't expecting to ever have my own group. I just thought I'm going to be a session musician for life. But uh, fate had other plans. So it was great experience for us. Definitely. Now then, uh, the new band, as we've uh, we've already played this, the Sugar Baby Loves, it's obvious where the new band's name came from, uh, but who came <laughs> up with the idea to use the Rubettes' number one hit? Well, um, because uh, we, we I, I don't know if you're aware of it, Kev, but we had um, a court case. Alan moved to, yes, the lead yeah. singer moved to Australia, and we had some, uh, let's say, discussions with him about uh, the, uh, the payments and stuff like that, and we were a bit worried that uh, we were over being overpriced. We we thought anyway. I don't want to go into the whole thing, but we felt that Alan was because he was managing the band was make, uh, asking for too much for us, and as a result of that, we weren't getting the work that we 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 felt we deserved. So we had a talk to him about it. And uh, it wasn't satisfactorily concluded. So Alan went, moved off to uh, Australia, and we decided, come on, let's just carry on, the three of us, and just, you know, and, and, and maybe someone else will come and join later on. So we, we, we carried on and we called ourselves the Rubettes. Of course, um, I thought I had uh, uh, the right to that because I I created the band. I gave Alan the job Mm. when uh, Paul Da Vinci, who was uh, on the session as lead singer, didn't want to do it. He had his own thing going on. So I I called Alan, who was my friend, to come in and be the the lead singer. So I thought we had a chance to to, to be able to continue on as a robot. 
he got upset by the fact that we the name was available. Um, Alan was coming out. He'd had an argument with Bill, uh, the keyboard player, 20 years before, and they'd been in court, and they were now... Alan could only be called the Rubettes featuring Alan Williams, and Bill could be called the Rubettes featuring Bill Hurd. So the name was actually free on the uh, the IPO, the, the Intellectual Property uh, yeah. Organization. So Mick applied for the, uh, the the name, and we got it. So I thought it was kind of an innocent enough thing to do. Anyway, Alan got very angry, took us to court, and wiped the floor with us, basically. <laughs> anyway, so... We completely lost everything. I mean, our retirement money, the stuff I'd saved up, everything's gone. We were as poor as church mice. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so someone said to me, look, why don't you like, retire now? You know, you're old and and it's it's kind of over and it's what's the point? So I said, I just can't roll over and die. The only way I knew how to fight back was to write a new song. So... I wrote uh, with a friend of mine, uh, Mike Foss from Germany. I wrote Honey Love. We recorded it. And it's getting this amazing response everywhere. Now, we're in two charts, uh, the Heritage chart, the Retro chart charts. You yeah. know, Heritage and the uh, and the other one. Le- the Legacy, Legacy chart. chart, yeah. Yeah, and it's getting fantastic reviews everywhere. It's, got, it's been played. So it's like a, a kind of... Someone said, well, you can't be called the Rubetson and we're not allowed to be, you know. So I thought, well, what should we be called? So someone said, what about the Sugar Baby Loves? And I laughed at first and I thought, well, why not? You know, uh, so we're called the Sugar Baby Loves and it's legal and Alan can't stop us. (laughs) Well, it's nice as well because it gives that link back to to where people sort of knew you from uh, originally. So, you know, and... You know, you've got that lineage um, as, as well, which is brilliant. So Now, the single Honey Love, uh, as you've said, is doing extremely well on the Legacy and Heritage charts. Uh, how can listeners vote to get the song higher? Because I'm always going on about these two charts um, and telling people to vote. How can people get Honey Love even higher up the charts? Well, um, we've, got, um, we've got the links uh, that, um, that uh, they can have, but... Could they write into? Um, could they write into the sugar? Uh, we've got a site on Facebook and on Instagram called Sugar Baby Love. The Sugar Baby Loves, yep. yeah. And on there are the links, which is dead easy. You know, you just here they are, bang. You just just hit the button and, and it's done. So, would it be okay to ask if maybe you can ask your listeners to to um, to become uh, to follow? Oh, absolutely! Absolutely, yeah. So. They, or, or they can go to my, um, they can go to my wall if they if they wish, on Facebook and Instagram. Should I tell you the name of that? Yes, please. More, yeah. Um, you know, uh, for forty years I've been a, a, a Krishna devotee. Yes. So my my, my name that I, like Yusuf is Yusuf Islam for Cat Stevens. So my name is Jaya Dave, J A Y A D E V. <laughs> so um, it's it's a Krishna name, you know. You yes. get that when yeah. you get initiated. Yeah. Um, so I've been I've had that name for many years. So I call myself Jaya Dave John Richardson on Facebook and Instagram. They can get me there. 
or the Sugar Baby Loves. If they go to that, then uh, on Instagram or Facebook, then the the links are on both those sites there. Is that okay? Absolutely fine. Yeah, let's get that record uh, even closer to the number one spot. So, And uh, just before we do let you go, what can we expect from, uh, I believe the debut album is out later on this year called Heartbreak Avenue. Am I right with that? I think we're still doing that, but now uh, things are changing a little bit. We've we've had a couple of offers from here and from there about, so we're not quite sure exactly if we're going to do that, but... um, I think it's it's going to be it's going to still be Heartbreak Avenue. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Brilliant. Um, and and it's got some really really strong songs on it. Really really strong songs on it. Uh, and uh, some of them are in the mood of the seventies, and some of them are a little more uh, contemporary. Well, I tell you, I can't wait till it's released because I absolutely adore Honey Love, and and also the little links in there. Um, about sort of, you know, from the Rubettes, the, the, the song titles in there. I, I, I love it to bits. Uh, it's a great summer song, uh, and it, it, it just gets your toes tapping. It's wonderful to play Thank on the radio so as well. And also, Kev, please, please I didn't want it to just be about a mundane love song, so to speak. Yeah. So it's actually about the bees. Have you seen the video? I have, and I know you're big on conservation as well. Yeah, I've been uh, an activist, uh, you could call it, in, in, in sorts, musically at least. Mm. For for about 40 years, I've been really working on, you know, a little bit of birth consciousness, <laughs> the world of good, so to speak, you know. And I tell you what, it's lovely when when we've got the good weather uh, to throw open your doors and just listen to the humming of the bees um, and, and the birds and seeing the butterflies. It's such a lovely, relaxing scene as well. So, yes, we, we need to look after the bees. Um, we do. Yeah. And being a big yeah. fan of honey, uh, you know, you, you've, got to, you've got to look after the bees if you want the honey. Um, so. Definitely, but even more important than the honey is the fact that what they do, yes. they do all this pollination, which if it wasn't taking place, we've had big problems with plant growth yeah. and uh, with with our food supplies. Most most definitely, and and it, it's just nice to have them in the world. It is so. It'd be a sad place if uh, if we didn't have them there. So, John, I'm really pleased we managed to get hold of you uh, this morning and have a quick chat. And as I said, I can't wait for the album to come out so we can hear the album as well. So, people, keep voting on the legacy charts, the heritage charts for Honey Love, uh, the the Sugar Baby Loves, and and get it as high as we can um, up there as well. What I'm going to do, I'm going to send you uh, the track, Heartbreak Avenue. Oh, marvellous. We'll get that played. If you... uh, uh, even though it's not released, I'm going to send it to you because you've asked about it and see what you think. But it's it's a real tearjerker uh, sort of uh, nostalgia one. Oh, bless you, bless you! I'd look forward to hearing that. Um, uh, well, can, can you um, can you email me your your uh, your address? Please? I w- I will indeed. I shall do that straight after the show because I want to hear it. So, thank you so much for giving up uh, your time uh, this Sunday morning to have a chat about the uh, Sugar Baby Loves and and what you've been doing. It there's so much to talk about. We can't cram it into about uh, twenty minutes, but we, we try. Maybe we need a part two. <laughs> that, sure, that, that, oh, lovely, sir! Thank you so much for t- uh, giving your time up this morning, and uh, and have a lovely rest of your Sunday. Thanks, John. Thank you, Jeff. thank you so much. God bless you. Take care now. Bye bye. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. 
All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. (laughs) 